Well, welcome everybody to this, the latest episode of the HR Tech Chat video podcast. And uh, today I have uh, a very couple of very interesting guests. And uh, this is an, just an awesome story and um, uh, very excited for today's uh, podcast. Uh, with us today, we have Stephen Jiang, who is CEO and founder of Hire Easy. And there's a little bit of story behind that, which we'll get to in a moment. <laughs> and we also have Shannon Pritchett, who is head of marketing there at Hire Easy. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Brent. Yeah, yeah. Really looking forward to today's uh, conversation. A couple weeks ago, I was at your virtual, I was attending virtually to uh, your event, on, and you had a very, very exciting announcement. And that's uh, sort of the uh, nice kickoff point for our conversation today. Uh, Hire Tool was the previous name of your of your company, um, and now it's Hire Easy. Uh, congratulations! First of all, that's that's a big deal. Uh, what, what was some of the uh, thinking behind that? Um, sure. I so Shana, you can give your comments later. But in short, <laughs> we chose to rebrand Hire Tool to Hire Easy to align with our company's uh, mission to create a new category. The new category is called outbound recruiting. So basically our mission is to uh, make the outbound recruiting easy. Okay, we want to make it easy for recruiters to bring jobs to people. So our vision also three words, jobs find people. Okay, so our mission, outbound recruiting made easy. So the rebranding is the kickoff effort uh, for that uh, new, uh, newly upgraded mission and vision. Mm -hmm. Shannon, anything to anything to add there? Or? Yeah, absolutely. We're super excited about this new category. Um, you know, with the new category comes a whole new company. Um, and so, you know, it's the, I've been in this industry for a very long time. Um, you know, I've been, I, I don't want to date myself, but we'll, we'll say a previous economy. Um, <laughs> and, you know, back in 2008, when I was really finding my craft as an actual recruiter uh, within this space, you know, that there was, it was a very uncertain time to be a recruiter. Um, you know, I think just about all of us had every single position eliminated. Um, I was working for T-Mobile in the call center at the time. And believe it or not, I would take calls just to keep it my job, right? I was certainly not recruiting. And back then, as Steven said, you know, the economy was the exact opposite. People needed to find jobs. We didn't have very many jobs. We had to people out of work. And there was a lot of inbound recruitment activity that really launched and accelerated, uh, you know, with that. And employers got to be a lot more selective when it came to finding candidates, right? We all remember those Silicon Valley interview questions, right? Like, you know, how many tennis balls fit into a, a bus and, you know, the, the silly nature of making candidates jump, jump through hoops. And since then, we've evolved into a more candidate-centric candidate experience model within talent acquisition and with the current state of our economy where there are more jobs than people, you know, that's why we wanted to change our mission and align our product mm -hmm. with what works today. And something that hasn't changed, although technology has, recruiters really haven't changed how they find and identify talent. They're still using the same outdated uh, methods and methodology that they did 15, 20 years ago 
than they are today. And what worked back then not doesn't necessarily work today. So it, it, it's a whole new company. It's a whole new mission. It's a change in mindset. Um, and uh, we're very excited to be able to help recruiters make their jobs easier because it's as difficult and as in demand as this ever has been. And so we're glad that we can, uh, you know, make technology more readily available for them and to give them the time back to concentrate on, you know, the soft skill part of their day-to-day job. I, I, I love the way um, you describe it. And, 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 uh, and, and Shannon, thanks for kind of delving a little bit into what outbound recruiting is. A couple of things that come to mind for me, uh, just observations. One is, you know, the previous name of the company, Hiratual, kind of matched what what the what the normal was back then recruiting had become sort of virtual and yes. it was an, and and i liked the play on words uh higher tool i, I like that um but in any event you know it's it's not just that, so the technology has changed and it's made it possible to do outbound recruiting where you can go uh one-to-one re- go out to find those candidates and interact with them one-to-one as a recruiter to 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 get that um, that relationship going early and to and to find those folks instead of just waiting for them to come to you, which is a very inefficient, uh, very inefficient uh, way of, of doing things. Even back when it was the only thing you could do, right? And I think that's what's interesting is that the the evolution of the technology has helped to nudge along attitudes to this point where 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 um, excuse me uh, job seekers actually may expect to be found by a recruiter online. So they're expecting that. So, and, and the other thing that I just want to throw in there is that this is almost like the old pre-internet, uh, you know, paleolithic era. Um, that's right. Head, head hunting. Right, yeah. headhunters. I mean, yeah, that's all I heard about when I was growing up and I'm dating myself now too. Uh, <laughs> oh, dad got called by a headhunter, you know. <laughs> and, and, and so it's, it's almost... It's it's very interesting and 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 it's funny because and and then we'll we'll kind of move on here in a second. But the one other thing I want to get out there is that the old way without the internet, right? Uh, just the old analog way of doing it with headhunting. You know, it was very personalized, but at the same time, it what it, it also wasn't efficient. So, mm-hmm. in a sense, right? So now we have all of the um, all of the good of the old ways with the newfound efficiency of technology. It's some of those things converging, which is incredibly interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, that's when, um, you, know, you know, and one of the key components that still work really well today are, are referrals, mm-hmm. um, you know, and to me, that is a form of outbound recruiting that we still can capitalize on. Um, but, you know, the market conditions need to be right, one, to launch a new category, and two, to really drive change. Um, and, and that's what we are seeing today. Um, you know, recruiters don't have time to do the old type of recruiting, you know, the cold calling. Uh, well, I don't know anyone, any recruiter that really cold calls anymore. And you can use a product like ours and those cold calls become warm. But, um, you know, they, they don't have time to do that. And casting a wide net and spraying and praying, as we call our posting and praying, um, you know, is not as effective as it used to be. It's a great brand opportunity. Um, but now, you know, we need to bring in a more proactive mindset, a more proactive approach 
and be able to give recruiters and TA teams the data that they need to make more intelligent decisions. And so that is something that you didn't have, you know, previously that we can provide nowadays. Um, the beauty about like, let's say our product is, um, you know, so this is a good explanation of it. You know, we have over 45 different data sources. So in using our product, you can search 45 systems at once and give you access to, you know, almost a billion people, 750 million people, you know, within that system. And it's not like, oh my God, that's a lot to go through. That's when the power of machine learning and artificial intelligence and data really combine to make outbound recruiting not only more successful for you as a recruiter in your organization, but also, again, we're trying to make it easy. And the easiest way we can do this is to help match those jobs to the people as fast as we can to give recruiters back the time that they need. Yeah, yeah. Stephen, maybe you could yes. uh, delve a little bit um, into this. I, I'd like to dive a little bit because AI is one of my favorite uh, subjects uh, in the future of work. What's an example of how the AI and machine learning in your, in your solution uh, helps it you uniquely or in an uncommon way to, to facilitate outbound recruiting? Yeah, I'm, so we first brought the AI to sourcing. So we said AI sourcing, and nowadays, uh, I think every uh, almost every vendor uses AI sourcing. Okay, so mm -hmm. and we created back in 2016, um, and the AI-driven sourcing basically uh, made the sourcing extremely efficient, right? And when it comes to sourcing, um, it's about how to uh, process the data to have. Uh, uh, more holistic profiles, mm -hmm. and then we need to uh, index and, and, and analyze the data in a machine learning's way, okay, and then leverage the uh, recommendation system and leverage the match engine to do the quick uh, ranking and also uh, the profile enrichment and to show the recruiters uh, the best results based on their filters, right? And that's uh, that's basically the, the 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 AI search, okay, AI sourcing. But that's not enough. And then more and more, our users, we have a huge user base, and over a hundred thousand uh, people uh, recruiters globally. So they have been asking for many uh, AI empowered features in many scenarios. So for example, how to quickly identify the right uh, candidates during their profile review, okay? So that's very challenging for natural language processing. And they also ask for more uh, AI and machine learning uh, capabilities in the engagement, how to make the engagement more customized, how to make more insightful actions, right? For example, when, how, what, to engage with the right candidates. Okay. Those are all great scenarios in the uh, machine, in talent acquisition process with the machine learning technologies. Uh, that's interesting to me. So, so in other words, if I can just um, uh, kind of unpack this a little bit. So AI in your solution will help, will help um, inform recruiters on the best way to interact with um, candidate A versus candidate B versus candidate C, that's what I'm hearing, and, and also and also the uh, it it helps uh, 
with with sourcing in 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 a huge way and, and by the way that makes a lot of sense to me um because sourcing is one of those complex variable workflows that are sort of the next level of of um of um automation and i know we're not calling it automation because it's a little it's more than that but it's one of those <clears throat> one of those time consuming activities in in recruiting that if you can if you can apply some machine learning and ai to it um, you're going to be saving you're you'll be saving uh talent acquisition departments time yes. and and making them more uh accurate um and and therefore efficient to me accuracy and efficiency are uh very much go hand in hand uh when we're talking about these sorts of things yeah exactly so and actually uh what uh our BI team and, and marketing team, they have the benchmark uh, from our customers and we cut more than 50% of their time from the sourcing process. And that's a huge improvement, right? So, um, and, and, and seriously, and, and in the past years, uh, AI machine learning has been a buzzword everywhere, but it's really hard to find the uh, measurable value in the real use case, the scenario. And we are very, uh, 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 rigorous at uh, measuring how AI truly bring the efficiency. Yeah, yeah. Now I I, I recall that AI is um, <clears throat> one of the I believe five pillars of outbound recruiting uh, that we that um, that that I think that you folks have sort of yeah. sort of established or stated. What are the, what are the other of the five i think it's five of them uh four or five uh, shannon shannon absolutely will uh elaborate uh, and give all the details about what <laughs> is outbound recruiting in uh, our definition okay so uh shannon <laughs> yeah i mean so artificial intelligence you know <clears throat> the reason why we put that as a pillar is, is for exactly what we've been talking about the speed the accuracy right you know you need it to be successful uh especially today um, and, and I'm so glad that we've gone from, um, before it was a buzzword, it was actually a fear of elimination uh, mm -hmm. within our job, you know, can, can the machine replace a person? And, you know, we stand behind a product that actually empowers the person with that technology doesn't, and doesn't necessarily eliminate them, um, you know, drives that decision. Um, you know, sourcing plays a huge part of that, those pillars as well, being able to go out and self-identify um, and that having that proactive mindset um, also engagement is a huge component of it as well. So you have to have the different engagement. Um, and what we mean by engagement is just because you found someone doesn't necessarily be, mean they're going to be interested and mm -hmm. keep in mind, right. That it is a very much candidate driven marketplace nowadays, right? People can pick and choose as much as they want. Um, that's where we got the term, the great resonation, right. Is because people have the choice. Um, and so, um, you know, it, what our product does is we have a wonderful drip campaign, which mm -hmm. it's kind of like a built-in light CRM, which allows recruiters to effectively continue to message and deliver the candidates. And, you know, we're proud users of our own product within our own company. And our recruiting staff has been so wildly successful with our drip campaigns and being able to reach candidates by just using that automation as part of their feature. Um, and then we also talked about data is how can data be played within this? You know, are you using data to make better decisions? You know, are you looking at data to help guide your search to help let tell you who you can be uh, identified? And so that all plays a huge part in uh, outbound recruiting. And then I'm gonna throw in, um, you know, diversity, D, E, and I. 
That's a huge, huge thing that outbound recruiting can help make successful for any organization. And we've seen the movement to, you know, be more proactive with DE9. And we've seen searches up on our product by 250%, but they only account for about 10% of the actual searches. And when you use a product like Hire Easy, we have the largest database of DE9 talent that's accessible for you to have access to. And so we're really allowing recruiters to help go out there and proactively identify those actual different diverse talents, underrepresented talents that can drive change within the organization. And that change is coming from, you know, an economic demand as well. Um, mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, those are some of the pillars that we think will make outbound recruiters successful. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, <clears throat> it's so fantastic to be in a position uh, that in the position that you folks are to, to kind of uh, throw down the gauntlet or, or plant the flag. Maybe that's a better term is, you know, these are the five pillars of outbound recruiting. Outbound recruiting is as, as just a, uh, as a, as a workflow or a practice has been, it's been around for a while, right? People have been doing outbound recruiting, but nobody has actually said yeah this is yeah exactly so i mean you know great great i think uh timing uh sense of timing here and sort of seizing the moment a uh, couple of things uh that you mentioned in in, in the five pillars shannon uh, was uh the drip campaigns which of course involve um lo lots of email i imagine right mm -hmm. and uh, that to me is is huge. I mean, it, you know, if you really dissect a recruiters' day to day work, you know, there's several things they're doing that's this incredibly time consuming, um, uh, repetitive, um, or just uh, tedious, right? And uh, sending out emails, and you know, we've all been our computer. Uh, you know, we all have that day where it seems like all morning we're just sending emails and scheduling, you know, getting calendar invitations out or receiving them and figuring out what times work and what don't. And by, you know, the t next thing you know, it is noon time and you haven't gotten to any of the meat of your day yet. So, you know, I can't imagine what it's like for recruiters. So to have that, that makes entirely, you know, good sense to me. I mean, that's, that's a no brainer. And then the, the DE&I piece of it, um, you know, <clears throat> obviously, you know, at first blush, it seems like kind of a almost a bold, you know, it's yeah, DE DNI is part of outbound recruiting, but when you really think about it, that's that it, I mean, that is very intuitive, right? I mean, you're going to um, uh, improve your accuracy in DENI by several orders of magnitude by having a a strong, solid, robust outbound recruiting uh, solution and, and workflow in place. And I guess the other piece of that is, you know, I think outbound, outbound recruiting is probably a, a compliance play as well, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it, it could be, um, you know, depend on uh, what you mean by compliance. Um, well, let's say you're about... federal. Sorry to interrupt. I'm oh, yeah. really sorry. But let's say if you're a federal contractor and you have certain, um, you know, you CCPA, have... you're yeah. talking about CCPA, right? Yeah. yeah. That's that's absolutely uh, uh, one of the favorite things for those uh, uh, big organizations, uh, decision makers. And they need to uh, measure and they need to uh, they need to track and also uh, and they need to see report right, every month or, or any time. Um, based on their cycle. And outbound, because this is a very proactive process, everything is measured, measurable, okay? So inbound is uh, something out of your control and you, uh, 
you put an ad over there mm -hmm. in the job posting and, and, and really not sure when people will come. Okay, there might be many, there might be uh, uh, small, but the outbound and things for the CCPA compliance and things are more predictable, mm. controllable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's, and, and there's a how are you as an organization, you know, going yeah. to make the investment into <clears throat> hiring underrepresented talent if you're just going to sit back and wait for them to come to you as an organization, right? Mm -hmm. it, to me, that shows a lack of commitment and a lack of investment uh, into, you know, a company's greatest asset, which is people. Yeah. It, it's, it's, you know, this is kind of an interesting segue into one, one of the things I think. Um, we, we wanted to talk about, and that is um, some of the similarities, we don't have to spend too much time on it, but some of the similarities or analogies between, you know, inbound and outbound recruiting and inbound and outbound marketing. Um, you know, one thing that comes to mind right off the bat is, you know, uh, inbound marketing, obviously a very novel, innovative concept, say maybe uh, 10, 15 years ago. Um, right. And, and, uh, but we got to the point where there was a, it was sort of a point of diminishing returns or, uh, how do I put this? So there were just a preponderance of leads, right? Just, just a slew of reads a high volume of leads, but uh, many low volume, excuse me, uh, low value, excuse me, low value leads in the mix and no way to really, you know, uh, decipher between them all, you know, and, and so what do you do there? Now, same thing with inbound recruiting, right? You're bringing, okay, you're bringing in a bunch of people. You might, you may have a fantastic inbound recruiting um, uh, system and it might be actually, it may actually be attracting a whole slew of people. Maybe you don't have a problem there, but you still have the problem of, okay, who's who and uh, which of these leads or candidates, we'll call them candidates leads are analogous here, right? Which of these candidates is a, is a good potential new hire and which of them, you know, no offense, but probably not the greatest new hire, at least for us, you know? So there's that. And how are you gonna sift through that in an efficient way when you're trying to, um, to be as um, pinpointed and targeted as possible with your DE&I? Um, that's, that's what, there are other similarities, I think, between inbound and outbound recruiting and marketing. Um, I think there's some others, uh, anything, anything else here? I mean, uh, trying to think, you know, there's account-based marketing, which is kind of yeah. like outbound recruiting. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, you're right. So the whole MQL marketing qualified leads, you know, hundred percent inbound initiative and inbound approach. Absolutely. And then, you know, the shift now and that we're doing as a marketing department is a more strategic ABM style, which is in my opinion, outbound marketing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we are going out and we're identifying the companies that um, have not yet engaged in our product that we think would be very successful with us. And so, and we've completely evolved from that approach. And so then there is a lot of similarities. Um, Steven and I always joke around about, we would like to see recruitment teams structured like marketing teams. Um, yeah. And we, it makes complete sense. Brent, you talk about um, email, how that's such a time-consuming task for recruiters, and it very much is, which is often why they're templated. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, we have an email marketer on our team. You know, imagine 
that skill set, somebody who's skilled at nurturing and converting over on the recruitment side. I mean, it'd be fabulous. And so, mm. you know, would love my vision uh, at town acquisition is not that they're structured like marketing, but they start to bring in more of those marketing elements into their recruitment system. And you can definitely do that with, with a product like ours. And, and the last piece too, when we're talking about marketing and recruiting, yeah. You know, what makes it so easy, I think, on the tech side with, with what we do um, is the seamless integration with all of our systems. And this was the last pillar I didn't mention. And that is so important with outbound recruiters as well to be able to do that as well, because, you know, every recruitment team will have an applicant tracking system. Yeah. You know, a lot of them have uh, CRMs. Right. And then we sit on top of that funnel uh, with the whole hire easy outbound approach. And so you do need that seamless integration into your systems because, you know, back in 2000 and the 90s, when we started to set up these applicant tracking systems, the theory was in the future that this is going to be the greatest uh, repository for us to be able to select candidates. These are every single candidate that has told us they are interested in our organization. 20 years later, right? Millions and millions of candidates in your database. How do you source that? (laughs) (laughs) How have those people changed? You know, Um, I mean, they've matured their job. These are all candidates who have identified and have been silver medalists and said, hey, I want to work for this company. And then that's the beauty about the integration with our product is we can update all that information with you. And then one quick search within our system. Now Now you're using not only our data sources that I mentioned earlier, but you're using the greatest data source, which is your own applicant tracking system. Yeah. Spot on, spot on. So completely agree uh, with uh, what you uh, just said, uh, discussed. So Brent, I think uh, Shannon uh, is qualified to uh, give uh, uh, her opinions about recruiting and marketing. So she was uh, in a sourcing and recruiting community, where long and where established, but now she's uh, heading uh, our marketing function. So mm-hmm. she knows there's a two departments very, very well. And a lot of uh, almost the same elements. Okay. So and one thing I want to say about outbound versus inbound, it's really just about what is your first step. If your first step is to identify and to make your target very identical, Okay, you know who you want to target, right? That turns things, the workflow into outbound already. So we are not saying, hey, with the outbound recruiting, your whole department cannot use an inbound anymore. No, it's a coexist. Okay, so coexist inbound and outbound, just like a marketing. Our marketing, inbound marketing will help soften the outbound names okay and help the those accounts and easier to uh respond our outbound emails right so for recruiting similar so we want to make our product work very well with uh, what have been there in inbound workflow okay for integrations and for the rediscovery and you have a lot of uh, inbound leads inbound candidates uh, uh, sitting there but they are very old data already. So how to make those data meaningful, make highest from your internal data. That is very great example, but uh, about how to leverage the outbound technology to make your inbound higher ROI. 
right? Mm -hmm. And also we are talking about the ABM, but in a recruiting, I think that's also very similar in my opinion, people should adopt that strategy. And I observe uh, one customer uh, of, our, uh, of ours and uh, K basement, okay? And they located in uh, Dennis, they are doing ABM yeah. in recruiting. But that's a very successful uh, uh, recruiting fund, okay? So, and we see that. So I think I am motivated by so many uh, innovations in our industry, in the recruiting industry as well, okay? So, but we just need to work together, right? And all of us work together to give the category name and give the pattern uh, and give the model and give a, and summarize the best practice and the playbook for people to replicate the success. Uh, those are some great points. Um, absolutely. And, and, and if I were to synthesize it, um, I'd say that what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, this isn't an either or, this isn't a, um, a binary thing. This is, you know, this is just a shifting of the calculus, right? You know, this is, you know, your, 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 your first foot forward, sorry for the uh, stuttering there, your first foot forward there is the outbound recruiting, right? That, that's what you're thinking about first uh, is, is, and that to me is a, that's an, that's a, that's sort of a fun, if you really think about it, that's a fundamental shift in attitude, right? Because if you're, if you're as a recruiting organization, if you're thinking about in an outbound, um, if you have an outbound attitude first, right? You're not forgetting inbound or, or you know, neglecting inbound, but if your first attitude is outbound, that's, that's, that's proactive versus reactive recruiting right there. You know, you, you fundamentally, yeah, changed your attitude, your fundamental um, uh, rationale, not rationale, your philosophy um, uh -huh. around recruiting. And that's, that's incredibly, um, I mean, that, that I think, that can't be overstated. One thing I wanted to go back to um, also what Shannon said around, um, mm -hmm. you know, structuring a, a recruiting department in an analogous way to a marketing department, maybe, right? That, that's super interesting, right? Because recruiting is, it's, it's funny, you know, like recruiters, it's just recruiters, I mean, there are others in talent acquisition, but when it comes to recruiters, they're, they're expected to do so many different things. And, and then on one hand, that, that makes them very well-rounded professionals, at least the good ones, right? Uh, but at the same time, that's a lot to ask of one person and to, 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 to sort of divide and conquer, you know, um, the, um, the, uh, the delegation of, uh, of various tasks um, is a term that's on the tip of my tongue for that, that's escaping me oh, at the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, that that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, also uh, doing it that way, you also are able to one of our themes this year at uh, 360 Insights that we're looking at is uh, talent acquisition and the increasing um, sort of sales mentality that mm -hmm. people are starting to apply to recruiting. Um, and to me, uh, you know, you, you have a much better, better chance of being able to live up to that to that creed, I guess, if you would call it, as if you if you have a, an outbound recruiting, a solid out, outbound recruiting uh, system in place. And one last thing I was gonna mention also up to this point is around this theme is the idea that, you know, just as you, in marketing, you'd be nurturing leads, you know, before you even 
think they have a need for your product, you just want them to be in the ecosystem, you know, you want to be nurturing, uh, you want to be nurturing uh, candidates before they even are going to be candidates, right? And if you have a strong outbound recruiting program, you can do that. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and also, Brent, outbound recruiting, it's a turn, it's a category, it's a behavior, but it's also a very effective cost, effective and cost efficient business strategy. So we don't want to just promote a concept, right? And I am not a good storyteller. So we need to see if this is a better strategy for recruiting, right? Mm-hmm. And at least from the business owner or business decision makers, they need to see this as a higher ROI. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take the sales and marketing mm-hmm. the analogy again for us. And we measure our inbound uh, customer acquisition cost versus outbound uh, acquisition cost. It's a four times difference. Wow. Four times. So it's just a quarter of the cost if this is from outbound. Mm-hmm. So how precious, how valuable the proactiveness is. So, and that basically tells us one signal very clear. If uh, the recruiter is claiming, I am a very proud outbound recruiter. As a CEO, I am willing to pay at least 50% more to that person. Mm. Yeah. And you know what? You that that four times uh number right there, you know, when you're when you're dealing with sort of um uh nudging people out of uh well set ideas, right? Because inbound recruiting, you know, is being sort of the 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 um the way that we've done things for so long, right? It's sort of set, it's set in stone in a sense, right? I won't say stone, but it's it's kind of, they're set in the ways. And, and, and it's also kind of, a, it can be a sunk cost, right? And so, or at least a um, sunk cost in terms of a, of a like an emotional sunk, sunk cost, if you will, right? And so if you want to kind of uh, jolt people out of that and really get them to start seeing how things can be different there's no there are a few better ways to do that than to present them with a very compelling um or essentially roi a number um which is what it was what which is what you shared so i mean i think that makes a lot of sense um steven i'm looking at the time and um and i just want to make sure we get this one question in here because i wanted to ask you guys congratulations on the um significant um uh, vc funding that you recently uh brought into the company uh, the, the the actual number escapes me at the moment but i know it's it's um it's in the millions and um and I, uh, several millions. And, and, and I wanted to just ask you, uh, how are you going to be allocating some, to the extent that you can answer this, I understand some of this is a secret sauce, but to the extent that you can answer, you know, how are you gonna be allocating this or sort of uh, using this to, to, um, to invest in outbound recruiting? What are some of your plans? Yes, uh, it's a great question. So it's a not couple of million dollars, it's a tens of a million dollars. Okay, yeah. so, um, um, to, to me, it's very clear, uh, all the money, the $26 million will be uh, fully dedicated on this uh, new mission, outbound recruiting. 
uh, there will be three areas we will put allocating the resources. First, technology, right? And no matter how and what we say, at the end, we need the technology to uh, fulfill what we promise, okay? And outbound recruiting is hard, very, very hard. If it's not that hard, and we will see all the outbound activity already, right? So it's hard how to make it easier so that uh, recruiters, okay? And all of us will adopt, okay? Recruiters and hiring managers, often we adopt this uh, outbound recruiting that requires technology, but technology is a uh, limited. And the other part is a community. And mm -hmm. we need to cultivate a community, outbound community to evangelize the outbound recruiting, this uh, strategy, and also share the best practice, the playbook of uh, outbound recruiting, how to be successful, okay? And, and, and it's not only speech, it's about daily work. And what is the process? What is the productivity? What is the dashboard? And what is the content message? And what is the timing? So everything, it's very concrete. We need to have a bigger and bigger, stronger and stronger community to uh, to promote, okay, that uh, outbound recruiting. But community is also uh, worthy of a lot of it, investment, okay? And who will invest the, in the community? We have to need that efforts. Of course, I, 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 uh, my team and I, we welcome many vendors. They also follow us and join this outbound recruiting category. Okay, and then mm -hmm. basically the community will have more resources. Okay, but at least for now, we will be the first vendor to uh, invest in the community and cultivate uh, the best practice. Okay, and the third part, it's really about uh, the overall the sales and marketing, right? Mm -hmm. And we need to make sure that uh, more and more accounts, more and more companies, they will hear about this story and hear about this uh, strategy. And they will also, some of them, percentage of them will be the pioneer to deploy the outbound recruiting process. And they will start to share. And also when people switch from company A to B, we also bring that a best practice. Right, so sales and marketing and our revenue growth must be there. If we succeed and we will have more resources, okay. But that's the last piece and we need to prioritize technology and prioritize community before our revenue. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's pretty methodical. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It sounds like you've thought about it quite a bit. And, 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 and one thing I wanted to get in here is that, you know, in terms of the five pillars of a of um, excuse me of outbound recruiting, uh, hire Z has capabilities around all five five of those now, and so the 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 job now within the technology is to build on those. Um, so I wanted to make sure that our that our you know our viewers were aware of that. And and one other thing just that occurred to me is you know it was something that you said uh, a couple of minutes ago, Stephen, uh, around. Um, your plans for the future and that is you know outbound recruiting is, is a real regimen to it you know there's an ethic to it you know it's it's not it's not something that you can just kind of like set and forget it's it's a much more sort of um involved type of recruiting in, in a sense as proactive in it and it requires you know uh persistence so you know it's great to have tools 
that uh, that enable recruiters uh, so so inclined proactive recruiters to actually do what they want to do. Yes, absolutely. I completely agree. And also, Shannon's team is working extremely closely with uh, the community and with uh, a lot of uh, uh, very uh, uh, successful and also uh, very innovative. Uh, uh, recruiters in our space, recruiters and sources. Mm -hmm. So we also are very open-minded and open to integrate partnership with uh, uh, other vendors in our space. As you said, we have uh, this uh, uh, whole workflow functions already, but we don't require our users and our customers say, only use high easy. No, we wanted to use uh, outbound recruiting it doesn't have to be high easy. Okay, so if they use uh, other vendors engagement, fine. We integrate with them as long as the other side also that are open-minded, right? So and we will work with uh, many uh, technologies in this uh, space to make our users' workflow truly powerful and mm -hmm. sufficient for outbound recruiting. I love it. I love it. Working together. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you both for for being our guests today this has been a fantastic very you know intriguing interesting conversation uh, one of my favorites uh, topics um, thank you so much 